Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. I'm Carol G. I'm a compulsive overeater in recovery. I came back to OA in 2017. After a 10, after a 10, I wish it was only 10, after a 30 year lapse, think about that, 30 years, I came and I went away, foolish me. At the time that I came back, I had gone over by many pounds, my my do not go over weight. I stopped weighing myself at 217 pounds, which was Mike Tyson's fighting weight. I like to repeat that because it tells me how much out of control I was and can be. So step one, I admitted I was powerless over food, that my life had become unmanageable. When I came to OA, I had tried anything I was willing to do to stop eating. Diets, of course. Diet pills, yes. Analysis, yes. Both self and with a variety of therapists. I so wanted to know why I was overeating. I was sure that bringing the reason to consciousness would make it go away. Hypnotherapy, yes. It was somewhat helpful for me, but the therapist told me that the food comes back. And she said that more than once. I was sure that would not be the case with me. And I prayed for the eating to stop or to know why I was overeating. That did not help either. And I have a spiritual practice that I believe in. Later, I would realize that I wanted the spiritual practice to do for me that I, what I could only do for myself. And that is be willing to put down the food. I had to be willing. In a final act of desperation, just before I came back, I tried to purge some uh, fast food I had scarfed down. I actually rushed home and actually tried to purge what I had eaten. I hadn't done that since I was a teenager. And I found I couldn't even do that. And that's how I felt. I felt like a failure because I could not purge. So I came back to OA because I simply could not stand it anymore. I wanted to be the person I imagined myself to be, not who I was being, being into the food all the time. And nothing I was trying worked, nothing. And that little Freudian slip beating, because I was really beating myself up about that. Okay, step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity. I reworded this a little bit for myself um, to came to believe that a person greater than myself, instead of ourselves, I think the the step actually says, I think I misread it, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity. And I rewrote it for me privately came to believe that a power greater than myself can restore me to sanity. Um, 
An example of the insanity. When I was still working, I ordered cookies for the staff. Freshly baked, still warm, delivered. The first time, I think it was for some work accomplishment, a surprise, people loved it and came from other sections when they heard about them. And I had ordered plenty, plenty. The second time, it was a while later, but it seemed to me too much too early, but I ordered them anyway. The third time, I knew it had not been enough time, but I wanted those cookies. I really, really wanted them. And the only way to get them was through a large delivery. So I ordered them, and I could almost hear people groan. Of course, a few of us were totally gratified. I was going to say happy, but I, for one, was not happy. And worse, I felt ashamed because I knew I had ordered them for me above everybody else. Holidays insanity. I way overcooked, so there would be lots of leftovers, lots that I could eat in peace alone. Then there was the compulsive eating pattern. Don't eat all day. Then I could eat and drink whatever I wanted, guilt free, sort of guilt-free. I was compulsive at work, and though I'm not working now, the compulsion shows up in constantly doing, in a state of doing, always doing. So to restate step two, came to believe that a power greater than myself can restore me to sanity. I once read a fellow, I'm not sure who was in Lifeline or online, somewhere, who emphasized the first two words, came to, as in woke up or became conscious. So I, in fact, did wake up to the fact that I needed help. I became conscious to the possibility, the fact, really, that that which I needed had to be greater than what I could do or figure out. And it would have to be very powerful, whatever it was. And my behavior was insane. It felt crazy. And worst of all, it felt shameful to be acting like that, to be eating all the time. And what I wanted more than anything else was for this craziness to go away. When I first came back to program, it began as a question, really. Is there a power greater than me that could restore me to sanity? And the question became hope and then faith. Faith in the program, belief in a possibility. I have a spiritual practice. But to benefit from that practice here in program, it seems that it was necessary for me to do step three. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. For me to do this step, I had to reword it a little bit. So my step three, made a decision to turn my will and my life over to the care of something bigger than me as I understood it. 
One of the things that happened when I came to OA was that I became aware of how I never did what I was told to do. Never, ever, since I was about seven, probably. I went to Catholic school and um, I think they started talking about self-will, about second grade, something like that, and you're about seven or eight. So I started exercising my self-will. I never complied. I could give the appearance of compliance, and often what I did might be very, very close, but somewhere if one looked, non-compliance would have been detected. I saw the kids that were openly rebellious, and I didn't want to go down that path, because one, one thing, I like school. Um, but I stopped complying. And I did this automatically in minor and trivial things in everyday activities. And here's an example. And this was when I came into program. I think I've been in program about maybe four or six weeks and I had started giving up some foods. And um, I was sitting next to my son. We both had our pads out. And um, we were talking about something, like something about Egypt, as I recall. And I looked at his pad and he had something on the screen and I said, oh, you know what? I've been looking for that. And he said, oh, okay, just put in bim, bim, bim. Automatically, I put in bim, bim, bam. Because I never do anything that I'm told to do, which I didn't realize until that moment. Because he looked at my pad and he had this really puzzled expression on his face. It was like, did you put in bim, bim, bim? And I said, no, I didn't. But, and he was just, he just looked so puzzled. And I said, I just realized something. I never do what I'm told to do. No matter how trivial, I never do it. So when I came to program, in order to turn my will over, I decided to do what I was told to do. Go to meetings, share in meetings, make 30 calls in 30 days. Took me 34 days because I hated the process and was terrified, just terrified. But I knew that if I didn't finish it, it would be another thing that I had failed at. So I finished the 30 calls, but it took me 34 days. Service, get a sponsor. Literature, sometimes. Writing. Amazingly, I started to keep a journal, a written journal, which I had never done before. Action plan and food plan, they came later and both are still, I feel like in development or undergoing changes anyway. The first, for me, the first step in turning my will over and my life was to be willing. This concept really stood out for me right away. Being willing as the first step. I realized that all the diets I had been on, I had never been willing to actually give up the food. It was always, I'll do this for a while and then I'll go back to my life the way I want my life to be. And I wasn't sure where this willingness was going to come from. I even told my sponsor at one point that I thought that I would have to go through a physical exorcism 
to let go of my will. I mean, I just couldn't imagine. I, I really could not imagine it. But I did begin to stop eating some foods. And as I gave up the foods, the other thing that happened was I became sensitive to or allergic to other foods. For a while, I felt like my body was in total rejection of food mode. I became allergic or sensitive to so many things. That process seems to have died down quite a bit, but it, is not, it has not completely gone away. There's still things. I drank some tea the other day, and I found out it was just some herbal tea from, it had a little caffeine in it, white tea, and I just felt terrible. I just felt terrible all day and the night, the night that came, and I bought it because I thought, oh, this is a mild tea. It'll be okay, but it wasn't okay. So this is a process I'm still going through. And I really had to turn this over and turn it over again and turn it over again. As you can imagine, sometimes I'm just really pissed. And, you know, I just wanted to be fixed or stopped or what can I do? And then I just had to turn it over because there's nothing else to do. I can't fix it. After I'd been around a few months, I found a step sponsor and I proceeded to do the steps. And somehow in the process of doing the steps, going to meetings, making phone calls, doing service and keeping a journal, I managed to lose about 45 pounds without going on a diet. And I truly have no idea how that happened because I did not go on a diet. The idea of going on a diet makes me feel a little bit nauseous actually, if I think about, oh, maybe I could just restrict a little bit, you know, just for a little bit. I can't do it. I feel nauseous. Just the thought of it makes me feel sick. Um, I did not locate that power greater than myself outside of myself initially. And I really still don't because I think that the greater power lies within each of us. However, I have come to see, experience, and greatly welcome and depend on the power of the OA Fellowship. There is a power within the OA community that I never could have imagined. Coming to meetings and hearing people say what is so for them is amazingly comforting and enlightening and strengthening and uplifting. The higher power that I found in program was the community of other people, of other compulsive overeaters. That's it for me. I think it's less, less time than I was allowed. Anyway, thank everyone for being here. Thank you.